Hey, welcome back. We're here again. It's Joel and Austin, the ad hominem boys. Yes, we are here to attack you personally, and you'll feel it in your soul. That's definitely what the meaning of the show is. Absolutely. We we have a... Today, actually, is a good day. Is it? You know why that is, Joel? Why is it a good day? Because it's your birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, I thought that was two weeks ago by the time this episode went up. Um, ooh, I don't, I don't know when this episode is going up, so... I guess it's just one week. Yeah, see? It's fine. Don't worry. Joel, tell, tell the audience, how old are you now? I'm 22. Old man. Okay, jeez. Yikes. Okay, well, so here's the thing. You're two years older than me. Correct. And I always forget that because you look so young. Do I? Like, if... Yes, if I were, if I didn't know who you were, and I saw you out out roaming around on the street, I would assume you're like, like seventeen or eighteen. I swear. Okay, honestly, you're not the only one. Literally, everyone I work with assumes that I'm like sixteen or seventeen. I had a manager who, for I think eight months, would just assumed that I was a minor and treated me like I was a minor whenever she was doing her scheduling. Like, she would insist on giving me my break at really odd times just so that um, she could keep me five minutes late or something. I don't know. Um, and then, That's really weird. Yeah, and then, and then eventually I was like, you do realize I'm 21, right? They just didn't ask for any information. It's like, mm, you look fit enough to work at uh, this this burger restaurant. I don't know if you've no, they said ha- it or she, not. <laughs> she had my em- employee. She probably had access to that information. She just, she wasn't the one who hired me, so I don't know that she ever thought to check. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> Got it. Another, another teenager working here just to get by for a while. What a, What a loser. Definitely don't need to check that. <laughs> yeah, not not important at all to me, as a as a manager at this establishment. Stuff like that, I assume, just happens. I would not be the first or last teen to work at a fast food restaurant. So, oh, absolutely not. So, well, if this is your first time listening, this is Ad Hominem, the podcast of illogical debate. All the things we said about the show at the beginning, we're not actually here to just insult our listeners. We insult each other while pretending to also uh, claim that our side in an argument is right. Yep, that's 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 about it. So if that sounds like your thing, thank you for putting up with the last couple minutes and keep listening. All right, Joel. Well, what are we debating today on this fine day of podcasts? I think we need to debate about whether or not yoga has any purpose. Well, why wouldn't yoga have purpose huh because i think it's useful see i don't think you yoga has any reason to exist at all (laughs) all right well looks like it's time to throw down i guess so yoga is very useful it can calm the mind and relax the body can also relax the mind you can get into a meditative state with yoga You can feel yourself losing some weight off of your shoulders, you know, just time to relax and de-stress, 
get all that worry out of your life. It's, it's a very useful tool for a lot of people and a way of expression for many others. And if you think it's not useful, then you can fuck right off. Well, see, I am over here looking at yoga, and I don't see any real benefit to society that it's given us. I mean, what do people do with, what did you say, expressing themselves with yoga? What are they doing with that? They're just trying to make themselves look better so that they can show off. We don't need more show-offs in the world. We need more kind and caring people. We need people who are, you know, you know out there fighting the good, good fight. And yoga is a distraction for those people. See, Joel, what exactly is the good fight? And... Who is fighting or not fighting it? Because to me personally, I think the good fight is the inner fight. You know, people fight with themselves all the time. And yoga is a way to very usefully deter from that. You can put yourself at ease. You can calm down and relax. Sometimes you can do it with a group of friends. And you can all have a good time. And who are you to stop that? A little bitch. That's right. You can't just go around saying that it's not a good fight to fight your inner demons. Now, in yoga, we would never fight another person. That's for losers and people who suck. Yoga is very useful and very calming. You want to know who fights the good fight? I'll tell you who fights the good fight. Superman. He's out there fighting the good fight. And you know how many times Superman has done yoga? That's right. Zero. Because he's too busy out there being the Superman. Saving the people. And uh, stopping the crimes. Because that's what he does. He goes out there and he does the best he can for the world. By being the big strong guy he is standing for truth justice and the american way did you hear yoga on that list of things he stands for no you didn't that's because he doesn't do it he is the person we should all look up to for all of our um ideals and if he doesn't do yoga we shouldn't either joel i don't know what superman has to do with yoga and he may fight a good fight, but does he fight his inner demons like the rest of us? I, I don't know. You see, yoga is great. It's useful for the people that need it. And I'm sure if Superman wanted to do yoga, he'd be more than accepted into a class. Yoga is a great thing about the world. And it's not just fighting for the American way. It's fighting for everybody's way. It's open and inclusive, and just about anybody can practice yoga. You can do it in your own home. It's great. And whoever is out there to diss on the practice of yoga and, you know, bettering yourself through it, you can suck my fucking dick because that's just a rude-ass thing to say about yoga. Well, I'll tell you another sort of thing here. You think that 
the American way is not part of this discussion, you think Superman is not part of this discussion, you're absolutely wrong there. It's all about what our heroes, it's all about what they do in order to be strong. And Superman just goes out there and does the things. He doesn't need any sort of yoga to do his things. So if all your people are out there fighting their inner demons by other methods, they're doing it wrong. You think Superman doesn't have his inner demons? You p clearly have not seen Man of Steel. And that's on you. Well, that was uh, interesting, to say the least. I'd say so. Uh, I went first, so I'm just going to go ahead and get this one out there. Uh, my, uh, my method card was ad hominem. I knew it. Attack your opponent's character or personal traits and try to try to undermine their argument. You're a little bitch, Joel. How dare you diss on yoga? <laughs> I had appeal to authority. State that because someone in charge or some rule or something uh, is doing something that it's right. And so Superman is now an authority figure. You all need to listen to him and stop doing yoga. I don't, I don't think Superman is necessarily against yoga. No, I don't think he would be either, but I ha it was a it worked. It allowed me to make my claims, and he's not here to tell me I'm wrong. So, well, you know what? But the Superman pose is a yoga position. Crap. <laughs> that's what it that's what it says. I typed in Superman doing yoga and Superman is a yoga position. I thought it was the warrior pose. I I don't know. Now, what about T posing? Is that a yoga position? I'm sure it is in some cultures. If it's not an official yoga pose in all cultures, yoga, I'm not doing it. So our next debate is going to be best music genre, rock and roll or jazz. I personally do the rock and roll stuff. Well, I am more of a jazz fan. Okay, Barry. Excuse me? You like jazz? Don't ever, don't, Joel, no, don't ever quote the B movie to me. It's a horrible movie. I disliked it. Okay. You know what? That constitutes more. Let, let's 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 just get into this argument, okay? So rock and roll is a thing. It is a very strong and very important genre of music. It has been the defining voice of a generation, and all the um, kids today wish they were born in that generation for whatever reason. I don't, I don't personally get that, because they would have been fighting for the stuff they have now. But, I mean, you do you, people who want to be born in the past. Anyway, rock and roll is your music, it is the best music, and it will be around forever. Okay, Joel, well, how much rock music do you listen to on on an average basis let's say this is a real question pulling one out oh i don't know i'm not really more much of a music person i do more like uh talk radio podcasts that sort of thing you're telling me that you don't listen to a lot of rock and roll yeah here you are putting it up on this pedestal like jazz doesn't even exist jazz is amazing and smooth it has so much free spirit and style Rock and roll is good, don't get me wrong, but jazz? Jazz is where it's at. 
I think there's something you're forgetting, and that's that, you know who else likes jazz? That's right, Barry, from that B movie that you hate so much. And you know another thing? I may not listen to much rock and roll on a daily basis, but if I were to listen to music, I would listen to rock and roll. That is my choice, I stand by it, and I don't appreciate you telling me that the music preferred by the protagonist of the B-movie is superior. Joel, your B-movie argument will not deter me. It's not the first thing to bring up jazz in a movie, okay? It's fine. It's, it's one instance. I personally don't like it, but that's not what this is about. This is about the fact that jazz is very, very good. Arguably, the best music genre. Okay? Now, see, with jazz, you get all sorts of solos. In rock and roll, you can have guitar solos and maybe drum solos sometimes, sure. But in jazz, you get nice, smooth, and crisp bass solos. You get saxophone solos. You can have trumpets or trombones do solos. You can have drums do solos. It, uh, it's Literally anybody can do one, and it's amazing because... The, the way you formulate it is just going with the flow. And I think that is a beautiful form of artistry for that genre. I think that's what makes it the best. Well, if you think that guitars are the only things that can do solos in rock music, you clearly have not heard a song called 25 or 6 to 4, which is basically like a, at least halfway a saxophone solo. It's like... There's a lot of saxophone in that song. Like, a lot. A lot. Also, you forget about drum solos, which are also very important to rock and roll. And I think that ignoring those things and just focusing on guitar solos is ignorant. And besides that, I see more tickets being sold for rock and roll concerts than jazz concerts. That's just... My casual observation, but I think, I don't know, it might mean something. Joel, you need to listen up a little bit, because I did mention drum solos, okay? I, I do know that they are a part of rock and roll, uh, because I'm a drummer myself. And I do know about the song 25 or 6 to 4. I played it in my school's pep band. You know what else I played in my school's band? I played jazz for the entire time I was there. I was in jazz band every year, mm. and it was amazing. I loved it. And on top of the other solos I mentioned, keyboard solos. Totally forgot about that. I was on the keyboard for like two years. It was fantastic. And you know, you don't see a lot of tickets getting sold for jazz concerts because you just don't know where to look. There are quite a few popular places here in Indy where I live that sell out immediately whenever there's a jazz musician in town. And usually, they're hosted like every other night, and they're always sold out, which means there are definitely a lot of tickets being sold, so you might need to do your research. And I still think it's bad that you're trying to put rock and roll on this pedestal, even though you don't listen to it often. I listen to jazz mm, uh, probably a good few times a week, honestly. Uh, I've got a few songs lined up on a few of my playlists, so... I, I think it's great. No lie. My pet band also played 25 or 6 to 4. Yeah. 
We we played it at the school's basketball games. It's it's a good. I think that might just song. be like a standard. If you're in a high school pep band, you've probably played it at some point. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's a very good song though. All right. Well, I had the anecdote fallacy. Using personal experiences or isolated examples as evidence instead of supplying research to support a claim. Ooh, I called you out on that one. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <clears throat> well, mine... What about you? Uh, mine was, tu quoque. Declare criticism invalid because the opponent's actions don't wholly match that of your Knew claim. It. How dare you say rock music is better when you don't even listen to it that much? I, I actually listen to rock music definitely more than I listen to jazz, but God, there are some really good jazz bands out there. If, if listeners, if you want to listen to some good jazz, I would definitely suggest snarky puppy. They're freaking amazing. You can find all their stuff on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure they've got it on like Spotify and everything like that too. I wouldn't doubt it. So Austin, I had an idea for a, a down to it bit. What's the idea for it, Joel? Okay, so you know the movie Milan? They have that song called, like, I'll Make a Man Out of You or something? Of course, everybody knows that song. It's the greatest song of all time. Yes, that that's the one. Okay, so we take, like, the first few seconds of that, and then we cut it off when it gets to the let's get down to, but before it says business, we cut it off, and then we jump in and say it. And then continue with the episode. And then that that that's it. That's all anybody will hear. Yeah, that's that would be the down to it bit for that episode. Y- yeah, I I think we we could definitely do it. I mean, that's less than that's less than ten seconds. So there's no way we could get copyright strike for that. Yeah, that's that's my thought exactly. We don't have enough time. We're to not do doing that. it on this episode yeah, though. We don't have just, enough time to do that clarity, right now. Right? We got we got we got to get down to it right now. I have a question for you, Austin. It's the philosophical question of which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, Joel, uh, according to this debate, I'd have to say the egg. All right, and according to this debate, I have to say the chicken. Allow me to explain why it's the chicken. Well, go for it. So this is a major philosophical debate for some reason about which came first, the chicken or the egg. Now, scientifically, it probably would be the egg. But this is a philosophical debate here. And so we have to use our minds and trust what we believe in our hearts to find the answer to this question. And for me, that means choosing the chicken first. The chicken comes first because the chicken lays the egg. And if nothing is there to lay the egg, the egg cannot exist the egg definitely was the one that came first okay i mean how could you have a chicken if there wasn't an egg first to for it to hatch out of i mean you know what i'm saying so i mean think about it if we got all these animals and everything and they evolve into into new and different species one of those animals was the animal that laid the egg for the first chicken I mean, it's a long line of evolutionary process, but all in all, the egg was the first thing. And then the chicken came out of that, even though it might have been just a genetically mutated version of some other species. See, saying saying the chicken came first is preposterous. It's 
It's like saying you shouldn't vaccinate your child. It's horrible. It's everybody knows it's true. The egg came before the chicken. Well, see, vaccination is another thing that has become more of a philosophical discussion rather than looking at the scientific evidence. And I think you trying to throw the scientific evidence into this philosophical debate just shows your lack of understanding of philosophy. And philosophy would state that the mother is probably the most valued family unit. We trust them to raise us, to lay the egg that we come from, and therefore we have to trust that the mother hen came before the egg. Just this once, she put herself before the egg so that the egg could come into being. Joel, this is a debate. It, no, nowhere on the card does it say that this is technically a philosophical question. So I think I'm allowed to bring science into this one. It just, it, it, it doesn't make sense why a chicken would just appear if there was nothing for it to hatch out of. I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing. Like, you know, that's how chickens are made. Some, some species had to lay that egg that created the chicken. Okay? I, I don't believe that vaccines is a philosophical debate. I think it's a debate that's definitely rooted in science saying that you should vaccinate your children. If you don't vaccinate your children, you're just as bad as the people saying that the chicken came before the egg. You don't have anything rooted in science. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, Austin, it may not say on the card that this is not a philosophical or scientific debate, but it does say on the box that it's an illogical debate. And I think we need to respect that fact first and foremost. So, if it's illogical, it can't be a scientific debate. But that doesn't rule out faulty reasoning, and so it must be a philosophical debate. And therefore, if we're going to think about this philosophically, aka illogically, then we need to accept that the chicken came first. Alright, Joel. I'll, 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 play, I'll play your little game. Let's say this isn't a scientific debate, and it is f strictly philosophical. Philosophy has a lot to do with thinking, and you know what I think? I think the egg came before the chicken, Joel. I think that, you know, there had to be something there to create it. I mean, think about it. The first man wasn't, you know, whipped into existence by absolutely nothing. Something was there to create it. Something was there for it to be born. And, and I mean, you know, you don't just see a baby pop up in the middle of the street. And exactly why you don't see a fully grown hen come out of nowhere. So, thinking, even if illogically, the egg came first. And that's where I'll stand. Did you have moral equivalence? I did. I sure did. So since you said it, I'll just go <laughs> ahead and say mine even though I went second. Okay. So my, my fallacy was moral equivalence. Compare minor misdeeds to major atrocities. And I believe that people not vaccinating their children is a major atrocity that we have to live with in today's society. On equal grounds with believing that the chicken came first. Oh, yes, absolutely. 
I had the appeal to emotion. Try and get a emotional response from the audience instead of supporting an argument with evidence. I don't know if I got an emotional or a philosophical response. Then again, um, I may have got an angry em emotional response from philosophy majors. Probably. With my ending argument. <laughs> I'm sorry, philosophy students. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it's fine. They'll, they'll forgive you. They'll just think about it for a while. <laughs> well, I think that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Yep. Good old three debate episode. Uh, straight from the deck. That's how we do things every once in a while. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta have a filter from all the all the memes that we do or ridiculous ridiculous stuff we talk about. <laughs> yeah, it can't always be topical and um all that. Every once in a while we gotta do something that can just last beyond us. Yeah, you gotta have a, a palate cleanser, you know? This episode will be your palate cleanser. Episode yeah. title right there. Ad hominem cast 26. This episode will be your palate cleanser. It's a long title, but I'll be damned if it doesn't work. Hey, we named one of our episodes We Didn't Sacrifice Joe and Vanessa of Spoilers Digest. That's true. I think that's a longer title, but I mean, it, it, it worked out fine. I mean, we were just telling the truth in the title. Anyway, that's another show. We should talk about our show. Specifically, what do you do now that you've finished listening to this episode? I think the fact that you got this far means that there's a lot you can do. So you could leave us a review on iTunes, which is, I think, the place where podcast reviews end up. You could tweet about the show using the ad hominem cast hashtag. You could follow Incitement Games for an update whenever a new episode comes out or other things that Incitement Studio is doing. We have a Facebook group called The Group of Illogical Debate. Go there, sign in, join the group, and then debate illogically with your fellow illogical debate people. Do we have a name for our listeners? Uh, I do believe that group is called The Group of Illogical Debate. Yeah, I know, but, like, do we have, like, uh... Oh, you're talking like um, a name I don't know what... that our listeners go by? Yeah, a nickname for our listeners. Yeah, like... Uh, oh, God, I don't know. Uh, Flavortown Nation. No. Oh, God, no, please. I, I've got I, nothing. That, that'll, be, that'll be something we'll have to do in a brainstorming session. We'll come up with that one in a later episode. Good idea. Anyway, if you've got an idea for that, you can tweet it at us, review it at us, or do any of the other things at us that we talked about. You can also email it at us at topics at illogicaldebate.com. Although, don't do that too much because that's supposed to be just debate topics. So if you got a topic, send it in and we'll do it. We'll, we'll debate. Joel we and will. I will throw down. We'll do it too. It won't just be words. Actually, well, actually it probably will just be words because we are not recording face-to-face. -face. Oh, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Joel and I are miles apart. I don't. I can't think of anything else, so... Should we just let him go? Yeah, I think that sounds good. Yeah, I've held your attention for long enough anyway. Just uh, remember, debates aren't about proving your point. They're about asserting dominance over your opponent.